0: Welcome back to Roy Rescue. I got a really, really interesting question that came in, in regards to, you respond to a collapsed victim, they're not breathing, they don't have a pulse, and you either A, come across a, a, what we call a mobile do not resuscitate order, or um, someone comes up to you while you're doing CPR or about to provide CPR, and they say don't do any CPR, this person's got do not resuscitate orders or advance directives and they don't want any CPR done. This is probably one of the most complicated issues when it comes to when to start or stop CPR I can think of because it runs into psychological issues. You're starting CPR, you know that the care that you're going to give could potentially save this person's life and all of a sudden somebody comes out of nowhere and tells you to stop CPR or tells you they have do not resuscitate, they don't wish to be resuscitated, and now you're starting to wonder, well, what am I gonna do? You know, am I gonna stop CPR? What if I get sued for stopping CPR? And they're yelling back to you, if you don't stop CPR, I'm gonna sue you, and so on and so forth, and it can get ugly. You know, on the ambulance, it's a little bit uh, more clear cut. We have protocols and guidelines that we follow as licensed practitioners that are registered with the state that you work within that pretty much spell out what our responsibilities are as uh, emergency care providers. But when you're a layperson or a Good Samaritan, it's not so clear. So I'm going to try to shed some light on this from a, a, an ethics standpoint, but it's all going to be just my sense of, of direction. Um, I do suggest that whatever you do, try to get a hold of your state Good Samaritan law and see if there's anything specific in regards to um, actually providing CPR to a do not resuscitate patient or someone who has the legitimate paperwork. But to date, there are some definitely some things that I can possibly help you with in regards to this. Now, number one, what is a do not resuscitate order? A do not resuscitate order or advanced directives when it comes to maybe, maybe something a little bit more complicated um, is normally something that the patient Or the person has already designed with the help of a physician with appropriate state or legal documentation that states the limits of resuscitative care um, or prolonging of life. Some people say, well, are we just supposed to let them die? This is a little bit different. The person is already dying naturally and they just don't want to be resuscitated. They believe that this is the end of their life. Um, Maybe they have cancer, maybe they're suffering already, and it's not that they're on a death wish, but if they're going to die naturally, they just don't want anybody to stand in the way of that process. That's a simplified explanation of it, but a do not resuscitate order um, is a, a document, again, just to recap, a document that spells out how much resuscitative care this person wants to have done to them. It's really not designed so much, or at least originally it was not designed so much to be something that could be presented when a person collapses on a street or in, a, in a, a shopping mall and everyone in the world knows exactly what the sheet of paper is and they know how to respond to it. That's where the complication comes in. It was really designed for physicians, nurses, hospice personnel, or emergency Um, medical services uh, practitioners. So it's getting a little more complicated because now people are trying to also apply it in a more mobile design. Something where if they were to collapse a loved one could actually pull the the sheet out and say look here's the do not resuscitate orders Uh, please do not do CPR and the person would not be resuscitated. That's That's where it gets again, very complicated. The best thing I can tell you to do, if someone tells you to stop doing CPR, gets aggressive, or says they have a signed do not resuscitate order, they do not want CPR done to them, your best thing that you could do in that complicated order uh, uh, situation is simply call 911 from a cell phone or a nearby phone. Call 911, explain to the dispatchers what is going on uh, as fast as possible. Even if you're in a, with a cell phone and you're just standing away from the patient a little bit, especially if the bystander who is telling you to stop doing CPR starts getting aggressive, angry, combative, this becomes a scene safety issue at that point and you have to be safe and your family has to be safe. So call 911, explain to the dispatcher what is going on. This way, if the person claims to be a physician, if they claim to be a nurse or a private nurse, if they claim to be the personal paramedic for the individual, or if they just claim to be the husband, the wife, the spouse, the um, the child, the sibling, the uncle, the caregiver, the guardian, it doesn't matter. You can defer the responsibility onto the dispatcher who can then make a legal decision through a triage system and activate the advanced uh, rescue personnel to respond to the situation. We can either overrule it if the documentation's not correct in most cases, or we can honor it and call time of death, which is, both are just fine. They can also dispatch police to make the situation a little bit more calm and more orderly. Any way you slice it, you've done your part. You Remember, as a rescuer, especially a good Samaritan or layperson rescuer, you can only do as much as you can do safely and effectively. If there are are outside forces stopping you from being able to do this rescue or there are people that are threatening you, that's a hostile situation psychologically, emotionally, physically, legally, all of those can cause a hostile situation and you're just simply volunteering as a good Samaritan. Nobody wants to let an innocent person die needlessly. At the same time, we want to give them the, the most comfortable and most ethical and most dignified death possible as well. Um, so I really think ref, you know, when it gets that complicated and you don't know what to do, uh, it's best to just simply call 911 or the emergency medical services defer it to your emergency medical services dispatch and just tell them the situation and say, what do you want me to do? And they'll be able to give you direction from there. I hope this was a help. It was a fantastic question. I've included a little sample protocol that was proposed by an ethics group and I thought it very interesting. Again, it mostly applies to licensed personnel, but it does have a little bit of something in there for good Samaritans, I believe. So take a look at it. Uh, Again, check with your local state or national guidelines or your your country's guidelines um, to get the true clarification. But when in doubt, call 911 and let them help you make the decision. I hope this was helpful. Have a great day. Go forth and rescue. And until next time, this is Roy with Roy on Rescue. Bye-bye.